Welcome to Messy Marriages, sharing stories of messy moments in marriages and how we make the most of our mistakes. We will undress the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. What are the concerns and questions most couples have in marriage and often go unspoken until now? Host Mark Lucas brings wisdom, authenticity, and practical advice to even the toughest marriage topics. Welcome to Messy Marriages. Mark Lucas here, Faith Talk 1360. What an amazing joy it is to have these conversations week in and week out. As you know, we've just embarked upon this new journey, having conversations around marriage. I've got the perfect guest today to have a conversation about what does it look like for us to be healthy not only physically, because that's been a lot of our conversations over the course of the last few months. It's a new year. We make the resolutions. We think about weight loss. We think about getting healthy. We may be going to the gym the last four or five weeks. But being healthy is so much more than just being healthy physically. It's being healthy emotionally and spiritually. So that's where we're headed today. Like I said, I've got the perfect guest that I'm smiling at right now to have this conversation with you guys of the Faith Talk listening audience. I've got Buzz and Carol in studio today, and we're going to have this conversation as they have such a heart to promote being healthy emotionally, physically, spiritually, a little bit about what they do, a little bit about their heart for ministry, their heart for people. I love this name, and I know that I'm still working on saying it right, but it's Hufu Adventures. Website is just launched. Please go check it out. Give me the website again. HufuAdventures.com. I love it. Carol, you were right on point there. Uh, they've got a YouTube channel as well with a ton of free videos to give you. They've got small groups that are going on. Plant Pure Nation Pod meets in the East Valley once a month with a beautiful meal. They soon are going to have a podcast, which I can't wait to listen to. Two vegan Jesus followers. I love that name. Mm-hmm. Carol and Buzz, thanks so much for being my guest today. Thank you, Thanks, Mark. Mark. It's good to be here. It's great to have you here. So we're going to dive right into this conversation. Like I was telling even this morning, driving in, I was listening to a conversation on podcast, and they were talking about what it is to be naked and healthy in marriage. So obviously, we've got this conversation. It's not just going to be in the context of marriage, but we're going to spend some time talking through marriage. If you're single right now, if you're a widow right now, at whatever season of life you are right now, this all applies. But we are going to talk through, obviously, in the relationship of marriage as well. So let's jump into a conversation. Being healthy physically, emotionally, spiritually, what does that look like? Wow, that's a big topic. Um, and she looked at you, Buzz. Yeah, I like she that. Looked at me. Wow, that. I like that. I guess that's the clue for me. Because I know yeah. she's talkative like I am, so yeah. I was really impressed that she did that. So yeah, jump in. So I was thinking about what it means to be healthy, and to start with, what is the definition of health? You know, if I want to be healthy, I have to know what health is. So I looked it up, and the definition is the condition of being sound in body, mind, or spirit, especially freedom from physical disease or pain. And then, you know, part two of the definition is a condition in which someone or something is thriving or doing well, well-being. 
Yeah, similar to growing a garden. Well, you need to determine what elements are needed for health and growth. And if something is unhealthy, you look at it and you find out what the root causes are. You remove those barriers um, to that growth, and then you add what is missing. And that's sort of what this journey is um, physically, emotionally, and spiritually is looking at those aspects. Yeah, that's really well said. And I'll just say, as I kind of jump in here for just a quick moment, I love that you guys are looking holistically at really being healthy. Because I think, and I just mentioned this as we were opening the show, here we are, I mean, we're six to eight weeks when this launches on radio into kind of the New Year's resolutions. And I know that most of us, myself included, we start off great as we were just about to start the show. I was saying, hey, as I'm running and I don't like running right now, I'm having to listen to a podcast and listen to a book that's really motivating me to stay physically active. But 80% of really losing weight and 80% of really being healthy comes with diets. So we know it's way more than physical, but also it's emotional and also it's spiritual. So I love that you guys have unpacked these and not just said it's just about what you eat and it's just about your cardio and how many calories you're burning. So I really, really appreciate that. And I know we're going to dive into that, but I love when you're listening in right now to this conversation, know that at the end of the day, I can be great for six to eight weeks after my New Year's resolutions and my wife can find me in the pantry stuffing Oreos down my face at 11 o'clock at night. And even though I ran this morning, it's really, I'm not healthy. (laughs) (laughs) I might have better cardiovascular and my heart might be pumping a little bit better, but at the end of the day, I'm not healthy. So I really appreciate that you guys are breaking that down. So uh, let's continue. So when you talk about removing the barriers to health and growth, what are some of those barriers? Let's kind of jump into that a little bit. Well, to me, it seems like it's those things that trip you up, tri- things that get you stuck, things that you turn to that are unhealthy behaviors maybe when when you're feeling not well. Like back in college, I studied psychology, and uh, Dr. Abraham Maslow came up with this hierarchy of needs. You remember that? You ever studied psychology? Mm, yeah, the triangle, <laughs> he, he right? He had the triangle. And so the basic level is the physiological needs where we need, you know, food, water, sleep. And then once we get above that, we go to safety and security. We want to feel like we have a safe place to sleep, a safe home, right? And then we want at the next level belongingness and intimate relationships. So let's take this for example where we could get off track. If I'm feeling, you know, dissed, you know, right? I feel like someone has criticized me or judged me or treated me unfair or withheld love or rejected me. That's an emotional relational need that's not being fulfilled right there on the chart. So what might I do instead of going to my spouse? Now, this is a show about marriage, right? Maybe it's a marriage thing where my spouse has said something to me that hurt my feelings. Maybe it wasn't an intentional thing, hurt my feelings. So then what do I do instead of going to my spouse? What do I do is I try to fulfill that need some other way. I go and I eat chocolate or I eat a donut or I eat a bacon double cheeseburger and then I mope and I, you know, whine and complain. What do you think, Carol? I think that's true. You know, we go to um, another source to um, satisfy us to meet those needs. And lots of times they're, they're unhealthy choices. And so what we, what we try to do is 
in this holistic look at physical, spiritual, emotional, you look at what that need needs to be satisfied through. And as a couple and as ones that believes in Jesus, we know that that needs to be satisfied uh, through his love for us. So sometimes in doing that, you end up finding out there's a lot of uh, hurt and pain in our past that we have to walk through and be healed from. Yeah, those are really great words and so truthful. And I think you're right. I think from my vantage point, I was just having a conversation actually yesterday about this. The reality is when we think about comfort and we think about the things that temporarily bring comfort, uh, does a double bacon cheeseburger for a moment as I'm eating it bring some comfort? Maybe in my mind, yeah. I mean, it tastes really good. And I know we're going to talk about plant-based and eating well and all that. And I agree, you need to have more of a plant-based diet. But in that moment, yeah, it does taste good. Or do Oreos, when I'm hiding in my pantry for my wife, taste really good as I'm consuming those? Sure, in the moment, there's some comfort. But at the end of it, I think we're looking at even this chart, we're realizing that we need to go and be comforted and fill those needs in our relationship with the Lord. And to know that Really, when we are taking care of these temples and these bodies that God's given us, that truly the the energy, emotionally, physically, and spiritually and mentally, I am just a better person as a husband. I'm a better father even when I'm taking care of the temple God's given me, and I'm putting the right nutrients in the body, and I'm not running and kind of masking in these comforts of sugar or masking in these comforts of grease. So I think at the end of the day, it's important that we identify, and even in the marriage, obviously, identify and support each other to say, you know what, what does eating right even look like for us as a couple? So my wife and I are going to talk about how do we encourage one another to really have better eating habits so there's not a ton of Oreos in the pantry that tempt me every night, or I'm not making a double bacon cheeseburger and she's having only greens and a kale salad. So being able to support each other and kind of walk that journey, I think, is really nice. And one of the things that really I want to do and make sure we have enough time is really get practical, Carol, and have you share your story. Right. This is where all these started from was I came to a place in my life in 2004 that I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. That brought a lot of um, pain into our marriage uh, pain into our family, and it was something very hard to walk through. Uh, as a couple, we went to the Lord about it. Uh, we sought doctors, and we went and did the medical part of that journey from 2004 to about 2008. But then I didn't see any any kind of really help. I had exacerbations almost every six months. I was giving myself shots. I was on um, clinical studies with Barrow's Neurological Institute. My quality of life was really bad. And I already was on two antidepressants for uh, depression and suicidal tendencies. Um, in 2008, I found out about another way of eating, a, more of a holistic way. I started that journey. And in that journey, I started seeing my body change. It started feeling better. I started not being as depressed, and in that time, I have been able to get off of both of my antidepressants. I've been able to um, uh, not be as, as many as uh, exacerbations. The other thing I found out during that time is it wasn't just physical. I started finding out I needed to do some um, emotional work. That meant I needed to do some forgiveness, went through 
uh, Freedom of Christ Ministry, Dr. Neil Anderson's ministry, did some healing, real fundamental healing um, in that sense that when I was done, it was like, I feel like a different person. Uh, Went through some inner healing doing uh, transformation prayer and Emmanuel prayer. The other thing I did is um, I started exercising more. So all these things, I looked at my sleep, I looked at my water, every little thing up to the point where I am now in 2021, um, I have reversed the autoimmune disease of multiple sclerosis in my life. But it's been a combination of all those things together, not just one. Yeah, praise God for that. Walk us through both you guys, and I'll probably start with you, Carol. I totally agree with this. Our emotions, as you said this, are the bridge to our belief system. And I mentioned this just a few moments ago. When we really see a passage, and if this is new to you, there's a passage in God's Word where Paul in the book of Corinthians talks about our bodies being a temple. And God has created this temple, and God's even created our bodies Imago Dei, in the very image to be a reflection of God. So God cares deeply about the things that he creates, and we are his masterpiece. And if you're hearing this for the first time, we've got to know that this is true. We've got to believe it inside of our very emotions and our soul, but it's got to change our behavior. It's got to become a core part of our belief. So walk the listeners of Faith Talk through, Carol, This sentence, our emotions are the bridge to our belief system. Unpack that a little bit more. Right. So when we start feeling an emotion, I think we need to stop and say, you know, where is that emotion coming from? Um, Is that emotion true or is it a lie from the enemy? And lots of times our emotions are, are, are true to how we're feeling in the present. But as we examine it and reflect and have God take us back to memories, we can go back to things that were said to us or unjustly done to us that made us feel a certain way that became a stronghold in our life that we took that and made that almost in a sense our identity and we stayed feeling in that belief system. And so I I really see that, you know, God wants me to understand who I am in Christ, accepted, secure, and significant. And so when that emotion comes, we need to stop and really give it to the Lord and say, then, how can I have that emotion met in my life rather than go to a reactive kind of response of reacting to a way that is not going to satisfy us long term? Because we're talking about lifestyle here. God wants us to live a lifestyle that is based on the belief of who we are in Christ. And so I think that's been part of it for me is examining why I do the things. Why do I do the things that self-sabotage my health emotionally, physically, and spiritually? Because there's a payoff for it. Absolutely. So for you, Buzz, let's continue that conversation. So knowing the importance, the vital importance of understanding our identity in Christ, understanding who we are, practically, we know that we live what we believe. What are some practical things that you're doing in your life to continually reinforce and strengthen understanding deeply your identity in Christ? Well, it was like changing my belief system. I remember uh, reading books by Dr. Neil Anderson, um, Victory Over the Darkness and The Bondage Breaker, where he talks about our identity, and it's, it's so connected with what we believe about ourselves. And one thing that we've often heard a lot is, I'm nothing more than a sinner saved by grace. And I know what people mean when they say that. 
They mean that even when we come to Christ, we still sin. I mean, we still make mistakes and fail. But our basic identity isn't one of sin. It's one of a saint. And Paul addresses the believers in several of his different epistles to the saints who are at, to those who are followers of Jesus Christ. So he addresses us as in Christ, and our identity is identity of saints. So I had to change my fundamental belief system about who I was, that I am a saint who maybe struggles, who maybe still sins, but I am fundamentally secure in Christ and I'm a saint. So I had to change that, and I would start memorizing Scripture, and I would sometimes struggle in the evenings going to sleep, you know, thinking about maybe my to-do list or maybe even temptations or things that were on my mind. And if I would go to bed thinking about and memorizing the scriptures about who I was, my identity in Christ, then that helped me meditate on those verses and fundamentally change my behavior because, like another thing Dr. Neil Anderson says, is that it's impossible to behave in a way that's inconsistent with what you believe about yourself. So the way you believe about yourself is going to be acted out on a day-to-day basis. So I had to change the way I thought about myself by seeing what God says about me, not what I thought about myself, or my identity wasn't my biggest failure, or what somebody said, or how I fell short. Maybe my dad said something about me years and years ago, and it was haunting me because I still believed that I was a failure or something bad about myself. But then God's word says, no, I'm a saint. I'm forgiven. I'm blessed. I'm beloved, etc." So I had to change my fundamental belief about my, myself through his word. Oh, that's so well said, both you guys. To really understand deeply, when you listen in right now, you have to understand that no matter what you've done, no matter what's been done to you, God loves you. He sees you as his child. He's forgiven you. He's redeemed you. He's enlightened you with the Holy Spirit when you say yes to a personal relationship with him. All those things that are found specifically in Ephesians 1, I was just quoting some specifics of I am blank loved. I am forgiven. I am redeemed. All those things, I've got to come back to those. We've got to come back to those time and time again to just remember that we are a child of God. Remember that all of these deep precepts and truths about who we are and how God sees us will shape our behavior, our values, the decisions that we make. It's so very important. I wanted to make sure we had some time. The top three questions that you guys get from your clients. wanted just to kind of maybe go back and forth, so maybe we'll start with Carol. Let's go to the first one the top number one question that you get from clients? Top number one is, where do you get your protein, calcium, and iron? Hmm. Well, you know, we're so, we're so conditioned um, and taught that our protein comes from animals. Some animals eat plants. So, um, but people don't understand that there is so much protein in plants. I know Buzz is really good on sharing some of this information, so I'm going to refer to him about the protein, calcium, and iron a little bit more. Okay. Well, when people ask me that, I say I get my protein from plants. <laughs> so <laughs> I remember Carol got her uh, whole food plant-based certification nutrition, and I didn't have that. And I was asking her, well, where do you get your protein from? How much protein do you need? And she said, you get it from your plants. Don't worry about it. You get plenty from your plants. And, but I was like, 
where, where do you get it from? Yeah. I mean, what foods, how much do you need? And so then I got so frustrated because she wasn't answering my, well, she was answering my question, you get it from plants, <laughs> but I wasn't believing her. No. So I, I took the whole food plant-based certification as well. And I learned in that because my mind thinks more detailed that you need basically 0.8 grams of protein for every lean body mass, you know, lean pound, uh, kilogram, actually. So I needed, based on my weight, I needed 56 grams of protein in a day. So then I started tracking how much I was getting in a day. I used this app on my phone, right? (laughs) My fitness pal, I used it, and I was tracking everything painstakingly. But since I eat almost the same thing every day, I tracked it for three days, and it came out almost identical every day. I was getting 96 grams of protein when I only needed 56. So I was eating almost double the amount. Mm. And I wasn't, I was eating all whole food plant-based. I wasn't trying, I wasn't taking protein supplements or anything like that. So I was getting almost double. And so, yeah, the answer to that is you get it from the plants. There's Mm -hmm. protein in plants. People don't know that though. (laughs) Yeah. And I think media and culture has kind of indoctrinated us into a false ideology and belief that we only get it from meat. Yeah. I mean, that's just out there within marketing and commercials and and media mainstream, for sure. That's very insightful. So let's go, whoever wants to answer the number two most asked question. It looks like Carol raised her finger, so we'll go with Carol. I like that one. What do you eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? I just tell people we take what we normally eat and just take the meat and cheese and stuff out of it. So we eat steel-cut oats. I do green smoothies. We eat tacos and burritos and spaghetti and I love Thai food, and I love curry, Indian curry. I mean, just about anything. I mean, we're just not eating the meat and the cheese, but there's so many different alternatives to even plant-based cheeses, and um, you've got nuts and legumes and seeds. The flavors are wonderful when you start taking away what we smother them with, with cheese and hidden ranch dressing and salt and pepper and all those things. And I'm telling you, there's no shortage of food. We eat more than most people do. Yeah. Well, quick, quick story. I was told um, a couple of years ago, actually, that um, James Cameron, who's a famous director, uh, his wife went 100% plant-based. And they were filming uh, one of the movies that James Cameron had coming up. Game changers. Yeah. And in the process of that, James said, I'm so on board with a plant-based diet that I'm only going to offer that to the staff. And there's hundreds of people on set, hundreds of people. So at first, some of like the macho key grip guys and lighting guys are like, we're going across the street to get a burger. And then they slowly but surely started eating the food. And within like the first month, that's all that people were raving about. Then they went to film the next movie. It was back-to-back, two movies back-to-back. And everybody said, we only want the plant-based. The taste, the nutrients, how we feel, it's amazing. So I completely echo and agree with what you just said. So the third one, are we going to go over here to Buzz? Third most asked question. You know, what do you do when you're eating out? Or what do you do when you're at a social gathering or a family gathering and you know that it's going to be a little bit more challenging to eat whole food plant-based? So you just have to plan ahead. And you just have to focus on the relationships, not the food. And sometimes you have to bring your own food with you. Lots of times. Sometimes you you go out to a restaurant and you just ask them, do you have, can you cook some, you know, vegetables for me or whatever? Or can you cook this without the, we do also without oil. So we ask them, can you do that without that? 
and it's amazing how the restaurants want your business and they want to to satisfy you so they will comply with your with your requests so we haven't had problems with that at all we've just adapted and gone you know by planning ahead yeah and i think again it it takes great intentionality but anything in life that produces great fruit and great growth for us takes intentionality and even i mean just yesterday with the kids in the car i have three awesome kiddos it's hard when you want food that's fast and you really care about putting the right things in your body. I mean, it can be challenging. You do have to definitely plan ahead. We don't have really much time left, but I'm curious because I have so many beautiful passages of Scripture here on this sheet. Is there one verse in kind of closing that really speaks deeply to your heart as we finish this out in the next 45 seconds? Well, one of our favorites is Genesis 1, 29 and 30, which is often neglected. Then God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the surface of all the earth, and every tree which has fruit yielding seed, it shall be food for you. And to every animal of the earth, and to every bird of the sky, and to everything that moves on the earth which has life, I have given every green plant for food, and it was so. Oh, so well said. Carol and Buzz, Hufu Adventures, thank you so much for being my guest today. It is a joy to walk life with you and to have this conversation. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Messy Marriages, a show dedicated to making the most out of your mistakes. Mark would love to send you his weekly Marriage Monday video. Please go to marklucasradio.com and sign up for his weekly marriage video. Follow him at Mark Lucas Radio on Instagram.